Hello everybody, it's your boy the Godfather coming at you with another meet at the family table. Today, as usual, we're going to go over our three different segments that we're going to have today. I want to remind everybody that these segments can change and the topics can change. However, this current season we're going with internet and social media trends as well as kind of streamer social hierarchy topics. And today's three segments, we're going to stick with the ones we had last week with the good, the bad, and the topic from my heart. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Today with the good, we're gonna go ahead and start out with making streaming and content creation more accessible. You know, when I first started, it seemed so daunting. It was only, again, about June or July of 2019, and it seemed so crazy. Like, this huge world of content creation like where to begin you know you see these people with thousands of followers hundreds of thousands of followers they have thousands of people watching them at any given moment right and then you have everybody in between and you want to aspire to be like them right and so all these new people all these hundreds of thousands of new streamers and new content creators go out and they purchase all the necessary equipment they get cameras they have game consoles, they have PCs, stream decks, keyboards, mouses, you name it, all these different peripherals and all these different things for streaming, and then they don't know how to get into content creation. And so one of the biggest things that I've loved seeing, I loved, loved seeing become more and more accessible to everybody is just the basics, the nitty gritty, the panels, the giving advice, and all these different things that we've just been able to make super accessible for new streamers, right? I love that this career is able to function as kind of a doorway or a pathway for people, right? People can open the door and everything is at their fingertips if they know where to look. That being said, I think something that we could do better at this is I wish that a lot of those different um, companies that do hosting and things like that, or not hosting, but are streaming platforms, have basically a loading screen if that makes sense a loading screen for streamers where somebody starts out and they're instantly given a huge long list of different places to go get advice some top tier streamer coaches and places you can watch advice listen to advice different places to find your graphics your panels and all these things and make it super accessible for people that are just now beginning you know i know when i first started i had zero idea where to get a panel zero idea where to get overlays, any of this stuff, zero idea how to make my stream look even remotely attractive, same thing to go with the things in my background, anything like that. You know, I'm still learning to this day. Everybody learns non-stop in this career, what works, what doesn't, you know, the things that matter. And so that being said, you know, some of the greatest places that I've found that really, really help people a lot is nerd or die, right? Some places that help you find free panels and overlays. Nerd or Die is one of my favorites. And Nerd or Die, Nerd, N-E-R-D-O-R-D-I-E, Nerd or Die, is one of my favorite places to go to find free panels, free overlays, and things like that. Of course, they also have paid overlays and paid panels and things like that. However, um, most of them are free, and most of them are customizable. Outside of Nerd or Die, my second favorite place to go is Streamlabs OBS. Um, they have a store inside of there. Most of their overlays are free as well. They do have some paid ones in there. Then again, you also have your Stream Elements that has pretty much the same thing. 
You can find them all across the internet. You just have to do a little bit of scavenger hunting for them, right? Um, it might seem a little difficult starting out, just you know, getting yourself into this content creation world. But one thing that we're told right off the bat is we want to make sure we have our page set up, right? We want to make sure we have our panels set up, our social media set up, all our different descriptions and our about me's, our bios, all these different things prepared. But to find the information on how to fill these out, most of them comes from us, right? The about me's, they come from us, the descriptions, things that we have to learn. And it's like creating a brand. It's not like creating a brand. It is creating a brand for ourselves, right? We are branding ourselves into some sort of television show or entertainment center for people to come and watch us do what we do, right? And so if that's the case and that's what we're having to do or wanting to do, we have to find ways to obtain different graphics with the means that we have. Not all of us start out with money and the ability to go purchase and invest in different overlays, layouts, packages, and things like that. A lot of us have to find the free stuff, focus on earning the money to pay for the paid stuff, and then go from there. And so one of the biggest things that I think that we're doing well in the streaming content creation atmosphere is making streaming and content creation more accessible. It's something I'm very, very proud of us for. And in general, I think it's a really dope thing that we're getting into. I do think that we could get better at presenting the information. I hope that a, one of the big uh, Mixer, Twitch, or something like that takes my idea and runs with it. I think that would be genius. Um, a lot of times, new streamers get kind of picked on because they're going through the social taboos of follower-only mode, subscriber-only mode, and maybe not even having their page set up. I know um, one of the biggest things I was about when I first started was I wanted to make sure I distinguished myself from the regular pack. I had all of my panels set up, completely filled out, made them look organized, every single one of them had correct links on it, all the different things. Anything that I could do, I wanted to look professional. And I know there's a lot of people out there that want to do the same. And so it's important that we continue to strive to make these things easier for most people to be able to obtain. That being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to segment number two, the bad. I've got some really awesome topics for this, and I really hope that it reaches some of you guys and we can kind of tone down this attitude that's been going on. So, shaming someone for their growth or how slow it was on a platform, right? I have seen this time and time again, right? Some people's platforms are different than other people's platforms, right? Some people can blow up on Instagram and have 30 followers on Twitter. Some people can explode on YouTube but then have 300 followers on Instagram, right? Having a lot of followers on one place does not transcend or translate into having a lot of followers on another place. And so oftentimes you'll see different people on social medias kind of attacking each other. And one of the basis of these attacks or one of these kind of like last straw that they throw at the person right before they leave the conversation, it's kind of like, haha, I got you type deals is shut up. It took you six months to get 500 followers or something like that, you know? Um, it's something that people just toss around as if it's something you can control. Now, I get it. I get it. There's growth strategies out there that are bad. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of people use them to grow. But at the same time, it's one of those things that you just really have to understand that this this isn't something that really should be shamed upon. Everybody finds growth on different social medias at different times. Some people 
like I said, are amazing at Instagram, while others are amazing at Twitter. Some are amazing at TikTok. Some are amazing at YouTube. And at the end of the day, what we're doing on these social media platforms, it shouldn't matter how quickly or how slowly somebody grew or how quickly or slowly somebody is growing, right? I think that's one of the dirtiest things you can throw into somebody's face. We all, as social media content creators, streamers alike, need the recognition. We want the just the feeling of being okayed or accepted by an audience, whether it's followers on Twitter, followers on Instagram, followers on TikTok. We're needing that acceptance. You know, we want to see those people there that enjoy our content. And so for us, when we see these numbers and these things like that, we get proud of them. We get proud of being able to grow a social media. We get proud of being able to grow um, anything that has to do with our social media brand. Right? And for somebody to say, I think you're trash because you didn't grow fast enough or maybe things like that, it's just kind of crappy. It's very shitty, for lack of a better term. So here's a way that I think that we could get around this. I think very first and foremost, we all need to understand that everybody has different growth patterns and growth strategies and growth timelines across tons of different social medias. Some of us are going to grind day in and day out, day in and day out to get a thousand followers on Twitter and then one day make a tweet and it just goes absolutely viral and we go from a thousand to 40,000, right? Some of us are going to grind day in, day out, and never get past 400. Some of us are going to grind day in, day out, day in, day out, never get past 50, right? And then there's some of us that are, don't even understand the social media. And so there's so many different people in this bucket, and there's so many different variables that go into this that I don't think those arguments or those insults of, it took you six months to grow X amount of followers, or shut up, blah, 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 because you only have this many followers. I don't think those are viable insults. I never understood them. Of course, Twitter and Instagram, the people on there are going to see that differently, but I wish it's something that we could change, you know? I think it's something that really needs to be addressed because, again, somebody's amount of followers isn't the amount of right they are. That's not how right or correct their statement is. It is simply the amount of people that, or the amount of time they've put into this platform and the amount of people that like their content, right? So again, that's just something that I kind of feel bad about out here on the social media platform that we all perform on. I just think it's not something okay to do, right? Because let's take this for an example. I know a friend of mine who went for a very long time averaging anywhere from one to six viewers on Twitch, right? They had very little growth on Instagram, Twitter, any of it. And then one day, I don't remember which streamer it was, but it was one of the top tier ones. They had about 21,000 people in their stream at the time raided him. He went from 300 followers to instantly 16,000. I mean, like within 10 minutes. The man had 16,000 followers, and now every single stream, he streams to over 100 people. Every single time. And so this is one of those things that I don't think necessarily makes sense. You know, I'm going to throw out a name here on Twitter, for example. One day, you never know. You might go and get retweeted by somebody like Mr. Beast, somebody in phase, Obama, Ellen DeGeneres. You know, who, who cares who it is? But all it takes is one of those retweets, 
and you are instantly blown way out of proportion. Instantly. All it takes is one click from somebody to change your perspective on that social media. And so that's why I think that the whole it took you X amount of months to grow that many followers as an insult is just completely in left field and not, not okay. Next, I want to talk about growth methods, okay? Growth methods on different social medias are completely different from each other, right? So let's take Twitter, for example. Twitter and Instagram both suffer from this. Following and unfollowing just to get followers, right? That's something that we've all heard of and all known about forever. Ever since you get on a platform, you know about it. And personally, that's something that I never did on Twitter. However, on Instagram, I did it nonstop. I'm not, I am, nope, I am copping myself out to it, right? There are so many different growth methods out there. You can find them on Google, YouTube, anything like that. So many different strategies to grow your brand and your social media presence through different social medias. It's so easy, so incredibly easy to find them. However, shaming them is something that we just throw out light-heartedly, right? We throw, it, we throw this shame and this shade at these people that indulge in these growth methods so quickly and so easily, like it's something that, you know, they're born with, like that they can't change, right? And so here's my question to you, okay? One day, you're sitting there on Twitter and somebody follows you. You don't follow them back because you don't like their content. And they unfollow you maybe an hour or two later. They do the same thing the next day. They do the same thing the next, the third day. And you decide, it's time for me to say something about this. This is kind of pissing me off. You go onto your Twitter and you tweet, all these people following and unfollowing me just to get a follower. They should know off the bat that I'm not going to do it. What's the point of this, right? I get it. Frustration. So, that being said, how can we change this from shaming this person to let's help change this person, right? So, rather than shaming these people or subtweeting them about, hey, you're just following and unfollowing people to get followers, why don't you reach out to the person, you know? Reach out to the person and say, hey, look, you know, I get what you're doing. I understand, hey, you know, you're following people so that they'll follow you. And then at some point, if they follow you, you may unfollow them so that your follower to following ratio is good, right? I get it. We all understand that method. But here's something for you. That doesn't really necessarily create a good group of people that enjoy your content okay that doesn't create a group of people that enjoy and basically take part in your content you're just creating a group of people that followed you because you followed them and then you are now unfollowing them so that your numbers look good they're probably going to do the same thing to you at some point and so they have no intention of continuing to enjoy and indulge in your content and so you're doing yourself a disservice and this is the type of thing I wish that we message to people and we let them know because early on, had somebody told me that on my Instagram days, oh boy, oh boy, I would have taken it wholeheartedly, right? Because I understand. I get it. I get it now. I would follow 5,000 people and then slowly unfollow those people. I might gain 300 followers out of that. And that was enough for me, right? Now I look back and I'm like, man, of those 300 people, Maybe one person would like my stuff. And that's because they're not there for you. They're there for their own numbers, right? 
we see that type of mentality across tons of different social medias like Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, any type of social media where people are only going to your stream so that you'll come back to theirs and view them or follow them, so on and so forth. And it's basically this follow for follow method. And so here's where I think we go wrong. We shame these people. We shame them for doing these things that I don't think are necessarily they're guilty of. I think they're just doing it because they think that's how you grow, right? Or they're doing the posts on Twitter basically saying, follow, drop your name, I'll follow you, retweet it, and let's all grow together type thing. Literally, they know that's not really how you grow. That's not really how you use these social media platforms. In order to grow on these social media platforms, you have to provide content. What type of content does Twitter want to see? That's what you should be putting out. What kind of content do you want to put out on Twitter? I guarantee you it's not you saying, drop your name below, like, retweet this tweet so that we can all grow together. I highly, highly doubt it. I don't know what's on your mind, but if that's on your mind, I'm sorry for sec uh, you know secluding you out here, but I highly doubt it. That being said, I think we should stop shaming people's growth methods and start teaching them and leading them in the right way to how to actually grow and actually sustain some type of user base or um, excuse me, relevancy on a social media platform. So that being said, I wish we would stop shaming these people. Last but not least is something that I see all the time on Twitter, and I'll make this one very short for you guys, is how to grow properly on Twitter and YouTube is kind of like this cheat book, okay? I know I just got off the topic of telling people how to grow and things of that nature, but people are trying to find cheats in order to grow on these social media platforms, right? Rather than putting the work in they're trying to find these cheats like follow me and retweet this thing in order to grow. They're doing that rather than finding ways to actually grow and actually, you know, contribute to this social media platform. And so I wish that we would provide these people with basic ideas of how to use these platforms. I never had a Twitter up until five months ago, okay? I had zero idea how to use this platform and had somebody that I looked up to come to me and been like okay so hey you should probably check these people out on youtube or go read this article or hey this is how you use it my first 500 tweets would not have been please follow me so that i can follow you back like this tweet retweet it and drop your twitch below so that we can all grow together because that got me nowhere it was very stupid got about 60 followers out of it and was like this isn't this isn't cool i'm done with this this is dumb all right Moving on, last but not least, a topic from my heart. Now, this topic, oh, this topic is something I have wanted to talk about for such a long time. Four words, old head streamer advice. Boy, if only we could all grow as quickly as everybody did in 2016 or 2015 or maybe 2014. The earlier days on Twitch and Justin.tv. These people give out advice like nobody's business, right? They tell you, it doesn't matter what game you play. Just play what you like and the viewers will come. You know, it doesn't matter if there's 100,000 people watching other people on this game. You're going to be found if you're doing well, right? 
Just be good at the game, and you'll be found. You'll be seen. You'll grow. Oh man, how wrong that is nowadays, am I right? Old head streamer advice. This is something that comes from my heart. And so, every year, we see different things of advice and different strategies and growth strategies go from the current way to old way. They phase out, they phase in, some things come back, some things go away, right? And so it's important to determine what is old head streamer advice or old streamer advice versus new streamer advice or correct streamer advice. One of the biggest things that I see is people with very little to no following trying to give other people advice. I am very guilty of this. Very, very guilty of this. I'm telling you, it was bad, okay? When I first started on Twitch, I took up everybody else's mantle and I was like, you know what? They're right. All these people were going around. You got to support people to get support back. People were saying follow for follow, host for host, lurk for lurk. And then there was this select few people that said support for support. And I was like, that's how you grow on Twitch. That's how you grow on social media. That's it. And so I hooked onto this old head streamer advice of you've got to support others to get support back. Little did I know how wrong that was. Little did I know that that's not what we're trying to do as streamers, right? As streamers, we're trying to grow a brand around ourselves, of people that come to our content because they enjoy our content. I want people to come to the Godfather stream because they want to hear me ramble. They want to hear me scream at an enemy. They want to see me quickscope somebody. They want to see me draw a dick on something, whatever it is. I want them to come to my social media and my YouTube videos, my Twitter, my Instagram, my Twitch because they enjoy me. Not because I went into their stream or I went into their stuff and I said, hey, I'm supporting you. Let's support me back. Or I'm in their Discord and I'm supporting other people. That being said, we need to find a way to identify old head streamer advice, okay? It's very easy to get really embedded with this stuff and really wrapped up in your brain about I think that this guy succeeded because of this. Let me do the same thing. You know, if you did the same thing that Shroud, Dr. Disrespect, anybody did when they were blowing up right now, we would more than likely get nowhere. If we got anywhere, it would take years, right? So what we have to do is blaze trails while we walk them, right? Unfortunately, there's no one singular path to social media or Twitch relevancy. Right? There's no point A to point B to point C of social media relevancy or Twitch relevancy. It is your own path, and we all have to realize this, right? Now, I want to double back on this a little bit and say there is some streamer advice that's good, right? There's some common streamer social media etiquettes that clearly you should take, like sealing other people's content, calling people out on different social medias trying to shame somebody for clout oh hey streamer a you're a dirtbag you used to do this back in the day specifically to gain clout for yourself or to quote unquote cancel them these things you know are streamer etiquette i don't necessarily take them as old head streamer advice but they're more streaming taboos and social media taboos that you need to stay away from and steer clear from they're not necessarily advice much more the railways that we need to stay in between Right? Of course, 
don't heed my advice here. Take it from somebody else. I'm still very small, and I enjoy talking and, you know, really dissecting these material points. But at the end of the day, I think something that really is weighing on my heart heavily is old head streamer advice. We're told so much by these huge people that all it takes is X, Y, and Z to grow or X, Y, and Z to blow up. I blew up because of X, Y, and Z. But little do they know, because they're way up there, that the game is completely different way down here. It's like 16 to 30 people standing on the top of Mount Everest while they look down and they say, yeah, you know, that's the path I used to take. And you look over at that path and it's just completely snowed over now. There's nothing there for people to get up that way. No. The only way we can find our way up to that peak is by finding our own path, right? I hope you enjoyed that simile or analogy or whatever, but at the end of the day, I hope I get my point across here that we all need to understand the difference between good advice and old head streamer advice. Streaming and social media relevancy is a business, and thus everything changes. The climates change, the moods change, relationships change, what's good and what's bad change, everything changes. Within one year, something that's great now will be terrible next. Within one year from today, something that's horrible now will be amazing next year. With all that in mind, I heed and I ask you to heed my little advice here. Take every little bit of advice that a streamer gives you, a little nugget, a little nugget of belief. Believe them a little bit, but apply common sense, right? If somebody tells you, you know, the only way to grow on this social media platform is by growing and supporting others, take a step back, think about what your goal or what your mission here on Twitch is, and then apply the common sense. My goal is to be a successful content creator. Successful is something for me that I have yet to determine the definition of, but I want to be a successful content creator. That being said, I do not want people coming and supporting me because I support them. I want somebody to mesh with my content. I want somebody to enjoy my content and come back to my content. And so I hope that when somebody tells you something, you apply your common sense. You take a step back, you look at the entire picture, and you think, why is this wrong? Does this still apply? I think that's going to be it for me, folks. I appreciate you guys for hopping in here today and listening to me rant a little bit. This has been another successful episode of Meet at the Family Table. Today we've discussed a lot of different topics, making streaming and content creation more accessible, where to find these free panels and overlays, shaming people for their growth and how slow it was, and shaming people for their growth strategies and growth methods. And last but not least, we went over old head streamer advice, advice that I don't think applies anymore, but you should still heed with a little nugget of belief. That being said, I hope you guys enjoy. You can find me live on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturday and Sundays. Pause. So close.
That being said, you can find me live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. You can find me live on Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern on Twitch. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. All of these things should be linked in some sort of description here on whatever social media page or podcast place you are listening to. You can find this across tons of different social medias. My Twitter will have it. My YouTube will have the actual video going up that may have some different perks to it. You may actually get to sit here and watch me smile at a camera and laugh hysterically as I say some dumb things. Lastly, I hope you guys have a good day. And I want to end off by saying this. And remember, to be yourself, be you, be genuine, and I got your back. Because if nobody else will, I'll be here for you. Thank you guys. And that's me, The Godfather, out.